We're learning Burnaby is facing challenges enforcing uh, BC short-term rental rules. In a re- new report to the city, we're learning 15% of the short-term rental operators in uh, Burnaby are breaking the rules, and the city is having a hard time enforcing those rules. Joining me now uh, to talk about uh, the issue is Burnaby City Councillor Sav Dollywell. Sav, thank you for joining us. You're welcome, Jazz. Good to hear your voice. Uh, what's causing this problem, first and foremost? Well, um, I guess it's a non-compliance in summary. I guess that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, as like many other cities, are having difficulty enforcing uh, bylaws, um, and people seem to be uh, using different names. Uh, they don't need a whole lot of, uh, um, I guess, uh, I would say, uh, uh, you know, any kind of uh, restriction that we city put on, they seem to be ignoring it because they can go directly to the platform uh, provider, these uh, the uh, short-term rental providers, and and register, you know, put the ad on, and and the ads don't really always have the address. Mm-hmm. They just simply say it's somewhere in Burnaby, blah blah blah. So it's uh, difficult for us, quite difficult right now, to chase down. Um, everyone that puts the ads on and, and, and the platforms uh, themselves, they don't. Uh, we try to have a, an agreement with us at the city when we bought them by law, mm-hmm. and that uh, they're not overly keen to do that because, you know, they're dealing with a whole lot of cities, they're different ones, and they continue. So, well, we'll do our best to make sure, but there's no formal agreement. So what happens is a lot of ads are going on, and a lot of people are, are getting um, uh, guests in their homes, but they don't have a license. They get we, we get complaints both from the strata uh, people as well as the neighbors, and by and we need a whole lot of uh, proof of that, evidence of that, as you know, before we can do anything. So and even. I just want to confirm something. We have to write a letter. It's, it's such a very convoluted system to really get people to comply. So, is this a case of the city not having the resources? By that, I mean staffing to just uh, follow up on some of these. You, you say it's very difficult to even get simple things as an address uh, yes. from these sites. So, is it a question of it's just t- it's too laborious, or is it a lack of staff right now for the city for for the city of Burnaby? Yeah, very laborious. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when we do determine what not, and, and, and we find, yes, the, the owner is, is violating this by life knowingly some, most of the time, uh, we, they don't uh, give a whole lot of care to our warning letters, that's and all that. And when we give them a fine, which is a basically, as you know, by law notice fine, well, $500 a maximum uh, per day or per, per violation. And they don't seem to even bother paying or doing anything with it. You said five hundred dollars per day is what you're finding them, but the provincial yeah. government uh, has the new legislation from the province says you can find them up to three thousand dollars per day. That's, yeah, that what they have brought in a new legislation, as you know, just recently in October, mm-hmm. which where they have said that the system that some of the municipalities use, which is called municipal uh, ticketing information system, mm-hmm. if they use that, they can have, they used to have a fine, maximum fine uh, capability of $1,000 a day, which which was twice as much the cities that use local bylaw enforcement, um, bylaw enforcement act. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can have only 500, but the MTI users can use up to 1,000. Now the new legislation uh, allows them to have those fine increase to $3,000 per violation. Uh, 
mm-hmm. which is which would be significant, I think, uh, deterrent for people. And what we have asked, the problem is now jazz is to cities like Burnaby, who are still using local government uh, bylaw informers, uh, bylaw tickets informers act inform, uh, enforcement act, uh, to also give them the ability to to raise those fines to three thousand dollars. So when we do spend all that time chasing down and, and finally giving out uh, giving ticket to someone then at least it's worth um, uh, for them to really think twice about it because right now they just throw away five hundred dollars so, ticket and they even if they have to pay it's like a couple of nights of uh, of, of, of of their money they can recoup yeah so just to confirm here so you can obviously find them five hundred dollars but that's under the local government Bylaw yeah. Notice Enforcement Act, and that's what Burnaby has. That's you're yeah, not yeah. able to find them be- the three thousand dollars because that's under a different system called the Municipal Ticket Information System. So it's it, it, it the report, to my understanding, the City of Burnaby's report says it's far more complicated and requires lots of changes. So literally, you cannot find them three thousand dollars per night at this point. The way the system is set up. We can only maximum fine under our bylaws is five hundred dollars. Yeah. So that required new legislation then to to allow you to be able to fine under the the new system, the other system. No, the legislation already exists, but it has a limit. So we have asked for JASPI to allow under municipal, like local government bylaw notice and forms act mm-hmm. to just simply say same as the MTI, which is a maximum three thousand. That's okay. the only change we've asked for. Yes. Okay, that's a regulatory change. Okay, what I find interesting here is one. I wish they had thought of that before all of this was announced yeah. because yeah. it would have been a lot easier for you guys. Yeah, I said, you know, uh, this would have been, this is an oversight in my view. I don't think they meant to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they know the problem does exist. That's why they were very willing and supportive of the local government to say, you know, 500 doesn't seem to do, $1,000 doesn't seem to do a job. Let's make it 3000 but but in uh, but they obviously overlooked that under the local government bylaw notice and forces act, the only maximum limit for any of our bylaws is a $500. So, uh, so we have asked for that, and the additional thing we ask for, Jazz, is what happens mostly to all the city, most of the cities. Any of the uh, bylaw enforcement tickets we give out, people don't generally pay, and and even uh, even within our system, uh, when we they don't pay, we have to go to the adjudicator. Adjudicators simply say, well, they haven't shown up, and and yes, you can now collect this ticket. And, and and then we try to chase them. If not, then we generally have to give to collection agencies. You know, it's so difficult to go to court to get that money. So, and we don't get much money back from the uh, collection agencies either. It's a hit mess. So what we have asked for is allowing uh, those people, uh, those, such violations which relate to land use uh, uh, failure or compliances to have that money actually added to the property tax due uh, notice tax. So, in other words, there's a way to collect that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, they will look at that uh, as well to how, allow the cities... How long would it take to cha- make these changes? Not- how long would it take to make these changes? I'm just curious. Well, I'm hoping that by May, when the act comes into effect, the, okay. the one that they've just brought in, that they will do at the same time. And then, then the big thing is happening. Uh, the uh, the province is doing uh, jazz is the registry system, 
with the province's committed to creating a registry, but the platform must comply, and they hopefully will have an agreement with them. They will not be able to put an ad unless people have a license, or sorry, the, the registration number from the registrar. Mm-hmm. And that registrar will only issue that, that those who have a license to, to do so. so. So the system will hopefully be a lot more robust. You know, it's not to stop uh, STRs, but it's just to have only people that we know should be doing and what area they should be doing. Uh, and hopefully that will help us. Now, you've said that, you know, it's very difficult uh, to find these people for a variety of reasons. At the same time, the estimates are from this report that 15% of short-term uh, rental operators in Burnaby are breaking the rules. What's to say oh. that it's much higher than 15%? Because oh, you already no, have... no, it's much higher. Actually, about 65%. The only 15% of some of the people who have taken a taken a, uh, what you call a um, business license. That you've caught. Majority of them don't even take business license. Oh, so you think 65% of them... Uh, oh, yeah. Are breaking the oh, rules yeah. in Burnaby? A much higher percentage than fifteen percent uh, that people just don't care. Uh, people, you know, I obviously it's gotten to a point where you know you probably heard the horror stories where mm-hmm. many uh, you know people have companies now who are having something like I don't know a few dozens of units going on, uh, and and all they do is just um, do this is no longer a sort of a homeowner's thing and a quietly being done in the neighborhood. This is a large scale business. Yeah. That's being run in areas that were, which was meant to be developed like that. So it's a big, big problem for us. Sav, thank you for your time today. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. You take care and a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.